now, O son of man, I have set thee a watchman unto the house of Israel. Therefore, thou shalt hear the word of my mouth and warn them from me. Have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. Coming to you from an undisclosed location in Middle Tennessee and examining current events from a biblical perspective, this is Bible News Radio Free for All Friday Edition with your hosts, Randall and Stacy Hart. Friday, people. If you think that's true, the best is to come. That's right. Indeed, I have not seen here, not heard. The things that God has prepared for those that love Him. I know it's been a while since anybody's seen me smiling. Shame had me thinking it was game over. Everybody, please show. Uh, Randall, do this. Yeah, he looks like a funky white man. Yes, he does. antagonistic atheist wacko out there who who hates god uh well your best days are here just so you know uh but the best the the best is yet to come for uh you know for everybody else anyway yeah we're we're coming to you live 
from Periscope. That's right. Super heart central people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I abandonedly pressed. I updated Periscope and then. Oh, you did. And said something like "super hearts are here," whatever, uh-huh. and accept terms button, and so. Okay. I, I didn't read them. So out of curiosity, can you guys? Band and I just just curious. I'm just curious. Can you give us super hearts today? Because we, ha- I have it on my phone. Like it's like, yeah, you can do it. But I wanted I'm to just curious if you can. If you can't, that's okay. I don't care. <laughs> uh, well, and, I don't have the little star. I'm. It I'm says in. no. Okay. Yeah, I don't see it either. So that's okay with me. Because you know yeah. what. All right, just in case you don't know what a super heart is, super hearts are something you pay for. Vaporware. Right. And um and Periscope this week and the reason that this is this is good. Yeah, see I don't know. Maybe we're banned from receiving them. I don't know. That's quite all right. <laughs> I'm okay with it though, because basically the short of it is that Periscope, you know, uh needs to make money needs to make money. We we get yeah. to use we get to use this platform for free, and that's yeah. cool. That's that's a a wonderful thing. Yeah, but, but it be, costs them millions of dollars per year to keep it. Yeah, well, going. and basically what they've done is they've gamified it. They've they they literally have gamified Periscope. Because <laughs> on the one hand, they're like, okay, you can have a super heart, but you got to buy them, right? You can buy them in like little packages. You can get ninety nine cents, two ninety nine, and upward, right? Hey, it worked for Farmville. And I know. Stuff like that, well, it so. does. It's brilliant. But here's the thing, you beloved people out there, you are like, oh my gosh, I love Bareface and Stacy. Oh, this is so awesome! I want to give them a super heart. So you go ahead and you buy some stuff, right? And and so you buy them. And then you give them to us because you love us so much. The problem is for the broadcaster to cash cash them in. It's like it's like if you read the the fine print. It's <laughs> not even in the fine print. It's in the regular size print. <laughs> you gotta apply first to do it. But in order to do that, you gotta have like 185,000 stars, and then. Then they have to approve you, and then after they approve you, once you get stuff, they can change it on you if they feel like it. And they're like, "Hey, no soup for you," you know, basically. So, and and it's 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 really kind of silly, actually, in a way. <laughs> it's actually kind of funny. Yeah, I'm. Um, but so here's the thing. This is why you know. This is actually Indeed, why no. we have a pillar of the community program. If you love Bareface and me, who and who doesn't? Well, there might wow. be. But but if you love Bareface and me, then we have a pillar of the community program, which is basically where you say, hey, you know what? Psychic? Really? A psychic already got it? Ugh. Well, that that's of the devil. But anyway, so go to BibleNewsRadio.com forward slash give and donate to us. Become a pillar. For only $25 a month, you get us unlimited, and you're basically giving us dinner one, one day a month. Right? Don't we deserve a, di- a dinner for all the hard work that we do for you? Because you love us so much, take me out to dinner. Become a pillar of the community. And actually tell us, hey, I'm a pillar. And then go ahead. We'll put you in a Facebook group if you want to. You don't have to. I'm not going to force you to be in our top secret pillar of the community Facebook group. But that's what we'll do. Uh, and it's just our way of saying thank you for, you know, supporting us. Because, you know, this is a labor of love, and we put in hundreds of hours a month to do this. I produce uh, – we, we, we've been told by our guests that this is one of the best shows that they come on. 
And not only because of the production quality, because of Bareface, but because of me and how great I am. <laughs> how laid back I am, right? Right? Just You're so put, awesome. Put a one if I'm awesome. <laughs> if you no, do if, say so yourself. If anybody says I'm awesome, then you guys are you guys are like like you'd be right. No. <laughs> no, I I I'm awesome and humble. That's right, on the pickleball court especially which I played this morning. I actually played really good this morning. Of course, I play good pretty much every time. <laughs> Even when I lose, I play good. Or well, if you're an English Nazi. If you're a German Nazi, then that's something different. But if you're an English Nazi... <laughs> uh, thank you, Mia. See, Mia, she thinks I'm awesome. See, that's why I think she's awesome, too. She is a lifesaver, literally. That's what she is. Anyway... Anyway, so the the super hearts we can't we can't take them because they won't allow us to take them for some reason. I don't know why. Um, but even if we could, what I would tell you is, look, if you were to give them to us, we most likely won't get to cash them out. So you're just giving Periscope and Twitter money, which is fine because you know they provide this entertainment and this platform for us, and that's fine. Um, you know, a laborer is worthy of its wage, and Periscope. And Twitter have been doing, you know, giving us free stuff. And I know lots of people who've made lots of money on this platform, including me. You know, I've made a moderate amount of money. I'm not filthy rich, but, you know, you guys support us and that's awesome. All right. So let me also tell you, uh, just to get our announcements out of the way, Ariel Ministries is our main sponsor. If you guys um, like what we do, then you'll definitely like the stuff Ariel offers. If you go to ariel.org. You can go there, use the coupon code Bible News. It feels like it's getting hotter in here, bareface. And um, <clears throat> our air conditioner kind of sort of is going out right now on us. And it's like we're under a tornado watch. It's humid and hot. And anyway, if you go to ariel.org, you can use coupon code Bible News. And also, um, what the, the, there's a Messianic series, right? And you, you put up a, oh, you did that? Okay, so oh, you, you created a new graphic and everything. Yeah. Look at that. Okay, so D.L. Cooper Messianic Series is a seven-book series you can get for $32, but when you use the coupon code Bible News, you can save an additional 20%. And the easiest way to go is go to bit.ly forward slash Cooper underscore books. How come you just didn't make it Cooper books or books? I, that would have been there's, easier. There's a lot of letters oh. and books, I think, was already gotcha. taken. <clears throat> okay, so screenshot this if you want to go directly to it. Go to bit.ly forward slash Cooper underscore, and because Ariel didn't directly link it on the front of their page. But anyway, it's like 25 bucks and stuff, and it's really, it's, it's a great set. I'm actually reading, um, actually, you can get Revelation isn't included in this seven-book series, but I'm reading the commentary on Revelation right now, because in my own personal quiet time, that's what I'm studying now. You guys know I was reading uh, Isaiah 55 for a while and studying that, and then also, I was studying uh, Psalm 23 for a while. Now I'm going to study the whole book of Revelation in my quiet time because I've studied Revelation before, but I just feel really led to, to really do that. And somebody calls us a homophobe. Aw, so nice of you to come in and be so kind to a complete stranger by calling us a name. So that's so nice. And you know what? That's all right. Bless your heart. <laughs> and I mean that in the truest sense of what it means. All right. PIJN News is also our sponsor, which is Pray in Jesus Name. Uh, if you go to PrayInJesusName.org, you can sign up for Dr. Klingenschmidt's, uh, uh, Dr. Chaps is his nickname, for his emails and stuff. 
And just so you know, on our weekend podcast, if you're not subscribed to our Bible News Radio podcast, you can actually listen to Chaps' shows. I upload two of them every weekend. Um, and, um, and those come through our stream. So you can listen to him in, do some interviews and talk about the news from a biblical perspective. And, of course, you can also fax Congress. Go to faxcongress.com and tell them what you think about anything you feel like telling them about what you think. But be nice about it, okay? Don't be like, yeah, just don't be mean. <laughs> I, I edited that. I probably shouldn't have said that. Okay. I now, think, I was going to say, now we've completely lost continuity from the uh, Super Hearts thing. Hey, Kat and Joel and Melanie and Mia and uh, <laughs> Jeff and Megan and Mia and Rick and you pillars of the community who actually support us, I think. Yeah. Thank you for the pillars of the community. Thanks for the hearts, too, by the way. I appreciate that. They make me feel loved. <laughs> what? Indeed. Okay, you were well, going to say what? Anyway, even though we've lost the continuity of the Super Hearts target. So oh, that's okay. Topic, topic, target, topic. Whatever. Super Hearts topic. Anyway. And so uh, are you, Kat. There, how's that? That's my heart to you. It's probably not a good one. Heart it's eyes. Heart eyes. Yeah. Don't we look silly? Yes. Oh, oh, I know. Wait, I gotta go ahead. You continue. Anyway. So. Anyway, I'm surprised that it's taken two years for uh, Twitter to monetize a Periscope platform because you think about what I don't know what they spent to acquire it because it was a small company. <laughs> yeah, it is creepy. Really? Um, there we go. How's that? Pull it down. There you go. Yeah, I drew that by myself, just so you know. You can tell? Uh, I know. Isn't it beautiful? She loves it. Uh-huh. Anyway. That's just better. This way, the, there's no tail on it. Yeah, I took the tail off. All right. And if I wanted to, you guys, I could totally do this, too. <laughs> I'm just going to talk over you. Yeah, I'm go sorry. ahead. <laughs> Good, too. And while you're doing that, I can draw curly hair on it, and this will be me. All right. Well. Okay. Go ahead. There. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so I'm take I'm surprised that it's taken uh, Twitter two years to monetize Periscope because you know there was an out uh, you know, technology, and plus I imagine the infrastructure and all that is. What you're taking me off camera? What did you do that it, for? I figure it's not cheap to you know salaries and infrastructure and all that. They've been putting out a lot of money without any. <laughs> return on the money though rumor has it that this super hearts program has been in beta uh for a year well that's Something what rick said didn't you say rick said that yesterday rick said that somebody else said so, so it's, it's the telephone game yeah it's hearsay. Uh-huh. Uh, anyway. and under the court of law that wouldn't be admissible would no. it mister no. yeah that's what i'm talking about right uh, there it depends on the context of most gotcha. attorneys would would Oops, object sorry. to hearsay uh, he said, "Red said, where? Never mind." <laughs> anyway, so so while I am surprised it's taken this long to monetize, I'm also surprised. <laughs> I'm also surprised that uh, they've taken this this route. Yep. See, there it is. To to um, <laughs> monetize this gamification. 
you know, I, you know, considering how Twitter itself is monetized, you know, there's sponsored tweets that go across, especially since they've opened it up to video and, and you can just Twitter ads, you know, official ads. And I think that supports the, you know, that endeavor. Fine. I, I could see, you know, supported scopes. I meant super hard will drop off as the novelty drops off as well. Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me either. Yeah, and, it, and it's so complex. You know, the 33, 66, 111 level, and then... Anyway, uh, yeah. Yeah, so... Uh... <laughs> you guys should screenshot that and send it out. <laughs> You know, I, I think of all the other, I think of other broadcasting platforms, you know, especially in the audio podcasting, be it, be it Spreaker or Libsyn or, you know, whatever it is, uh, blog talk radio, you know, you, there's a, there's a free account that gives you access to so much, you know, bandwidth, so much broadcasting time, but you can pay for more and get more, get more time, get more, um, no, I don't want a super hard. You know, it, you, yeah, some super pickleballs, yeah. You know, your own branding, stuff like that. I think that would be much more uh, successful. Just, I, here's I this know. platform, you know, here's Periscope. You want to broadcast. If you, you're free, you know, you want to use the free, then you get so much, you know, time per day or whatever or per week. And then if you want to I want get an more, undivided heart, actually. Yeah, Twyla Paris has a really good song called Undivided Heart. Which is, on Psalm, which is, yeah, can't which, remember which song, but which is, I want a heart of flesh, something? a heart of flesh, not a heart of stone. Mm-hmm. I want a broken heart, not because I really want to be broken hearted, but God does say he's near to the broken hearted and contrite in spirit. So, you know, I want my heart to be tender towards the things of God. And really, honestly, let's, let's just take this and say, Jesus is the only one with a real super heart, just so you know, because he is a superman. And thank you for the chocolate hearts, Joel. Yeah. I appreciate I'm it. I'm sorry. Psalm 86. Psalm 86, 11. <clears throat> Teach me your way, O Lord, that I may rely on your faithfulness. Give me an undivided heart. Isn't it neat how we were able to take the topic of super hearts and turn it into a conversation about God? <laughs> or as the King James translation what? says, teach me thy way, O Lord. I will walk in thy truth. Unite my heart to fear thy name. Well, I be your Valentine. Are you asking me or, or Randall? Hi, Andrea. In June. Well, this is June. In June. Yeah, right? Cat, <laughs> oh. uh, no, you're not my type. Sorry, girlfriend. No, wait. Did I say that out loud? <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. All right. So, okay. So, let's look at this this article over on the Christian Post. Because this is an interesting article. And I don't know if Bearface is going to put it up or not. I will if you want me to. Okay. Well, you don't have to. But well, it's titled LGBT groups say, quote, conservative Christians, quote, have no place in government. Unquote. Well, let me put you back on screen. Here I am. I'm right here. And let me fuss with Wirecast that likes fuss to. With it? Yeah. Don't you like the word fuss? Whoever says that? Old people say that, like, like cat, right? You say that word fuss, right? Don't you? Because, hey, don't fuss with my hair. Don't muss with my hair. Don't don't there be so fussy. When you were a child, I bet you you were a fussy eater, weren't you? Isn't the word fuss a weird, weird word? <laughs> In between sessions, I usually have to switch. Yeah. 
Okay. Switch the source from like the window and the capture is the game and the monitor and back to window and then game and eventually okay, pick so up the Okay, so I don't think again. they care. Yeah, anyway. Put a one if you really care about what Randall's doing. All right, but it's ready to go. I see no one. Okay, so here's the article. Department of Education. Let's see here. No, wait. I have to, I have to fast forward. No, I have to move it. Okay. Okay, it says here, LGB activist groups are outraged at the Trump administration's Department of Education invited speakers from two prominent conservative Christian family organizations to participate in a panel discussion on fatherhood held in advance of Father's Day last week. Now, this is a couple of days old, but I have to say, when President Barack Hussein Obama was in office, he actually had a, a homosexual activist who was the, the head of the, he was considered the safe school czar. His name was Kevin, Kevin Jennings. Uh, and, and did anybody complain when he was in charge? Well, yeah, probably I did a little bit, but bygone. Uh, anyway, so here now we have a conservative Christian president. I know reportedly, was, reportedly, purportedly, who has uh, done this. Okay, but it says here Politico reports that experts from the Family Research Council and Focus on the Family. <gasps> I know I used to work at Focus on the Family. Don't hate me. Anyway, um, were invited to speak at a day long uh, event. Okay. My page is freaking out here. Day-long conference hosted by the education department that addressed how fathers can be engaged in their children's lives. Both FRC, headed by Tony Perkins, and Focus on the Family, led by Jim Daly, and founded by James Dobson, are known for advocating in accordance with biblical beliefs on sexuality (gasps) and the belief that (laughs) marriage is only a union between one man and one woman. The heart should stop because of that. That's unbelievable. The outrage, I say. Imagine. The outrage. However. Organizations that promote marriage between a man and a woman speak to the president on fatherhood. I mean, what do a a man and a woman know about fatherhood? Yeah, what do they know about even marriage? Anyway. Anyway. However, the pro-LGBT advocacy group Human Rights Campaign believes that the organization's beliefs in traditional marriage and opposition to same-sex marriage should make their employees disqualified <laughs> from being given a government-funded platform to voice their views on marriage and family. Really? <laughs> their views on marriage and family. I just... <laughs> what? I mean, this is discriminating against like uh, 97% of the population, don't you know? But, but, but I mean, still, let's just say it that way. I mean, let's be realistic. That's let's nine... consider this for a moment. Okay. 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 Organizations that are pro-marriage, pro-family, they should be denied a place in addressing government, uh, a government-funded event on marriage and family. Organizations that specialize in marriage and family have no place talking about marriage and family because they... They're doing it with marriage and family therapists. That's what I am. I know, but... but, but it's they, like, but, you know, they... I'm a marriage and family... That's literally an MFT in California. If I was licensed there, I was under an intern, licensed my degrees in clinical psychology, but I was licensed as an intern as a marriage family therapist. Yeah. And I know that families come in all shapes and sizes. Which and... means I'm an expert on marriage and family. Right. And therapy. Yeah. <laughs> right. 
<laughs> and, and I know that families come in all shape, shapes and sizes. Heather can have two mommies and all this kind of stuff. Blah, blah, blah. But really, when it comes to procreation, I don't care what your religious affiliation or non-affiliation is, a same-sex <laughs> union is not going to result in family. It's not going to result in procreation. It isn't? Are you sure about that? I'm Because with all the different ways people can get pregnant today, just saying, you well, could be wrong. Well, I don't know. Whether it's natural insemination or artificial insemination, mm-hmm. it's still a heterosexual union, whether they met in person or not. But Anyway, so, so can so, we finish this article? Yeah, we can. I just, I just, oh. I just had to do a reality check here. You do that, you know, that the human rights campaign, aka homosexual rights campaign, believes that the organization's beliefs in traditional marriage, i.e., union of a man and woman, and their same opposition to same se- and the opposition to same-sex marriage, should make their employees disqualified from being a government-funded platform. From from being given a government funded platform to voice their views on marriage and family, uh, but like you said, you know. So it says here to provide a taxpayer funded platform for these organizations is outrageous. The human rights campaign said in a I'm statement, "Outraged." I know. <laughs> Provided to Politico, families in this country are increasingly diverse and include those with same sex parents and those led by single parents. Okay, glad another LGBT advocacy group asserted in a statement shared with Politico that FRC, that's Family Research Council, and Focus on the Families, inclusion in last week's Education Department conference shows where Education Secretary Betsy DeVos really lies on LGBT issues. Secretary DeVos's actions speak louder than her words, the statement said. Before her confirmation hearing in January, Mother Jones produced an article explaining that Education Secretary Betsy DeVos's family, through its nonprofit organizations, had donated millions to social conservative Christian organizations. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Somebody actually gave millions of dollars to conservative Christians organizations. I should call her up. Hey, <laughs> hi, Betsy. I'm Bible News Radio. You want to please donate to us a couple million bucks to us? We'd love it. And then we can make, we could get some super hearts on Periscope. <laughs> Oh, it's okay. The the article stated that the the Edgar and Elsa Prince Foundation, her parents' organization, which she served as vice president of, donated a total of six point one million dollars to FRC and Focus on the Family. Wow. In a confirmation hearing, DeVos was explicitly questioned on her ties to the organizations by Senator Al Franken, aka Stuart Smalley, who stated that DeVos's family has a long history of supporting anti-LGBT causes, including donating millions of dollars to groups that push conversion therapy. Uh, those wicked evildoers. Well, DeVos she should be hung. tried to distance herself from those organizations by stating in response to Franken's questioning that your characterization of our contributions, uh, the page just moved on me. I don't think accurately reflects those of my family. Gotcha. Oh, yeah. Well, then it says here, anti-LGBTQ organizations have no place in government business, and school-based discrimination against LGBTQ students must never be ignored or silenced. Glad President Sarah Kate Ellis said in a statement, our children deserve to learn in a place that's inclusive and open to their needs, and that's at risk 
should an unqualified person run the Department of Education? Today, Betsy DeVos shared Americans who she showed rather Americans who she really is an anti LG an anti LGBTQ activist. And it goes on, talks more about some other stuff, which is stupid, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Uh, I just laugh because it's so funny. It's the hypocrisy of it all it cracks me up. It's oh. like, it's like, yeah, inclusive, including Christians, including ninety-seven percent of the population, including the the states that voted marriage is one man, one woman. Over thirty of them. That's over half of the states in the union. People, this isn't like like one state. Like California said, you know what? You can't have marriage be one man, one woman. And oh wait, it was California. Wait, Liberal California. Liberal California. I was there. Prop twenty-two. Oh, distortion. Is- Prop eight. Both both passed. They did it twice in California, and they still lost. <laughs> they overturned the will of the people, despite the fact that Californians, that liberal, wacko, conservative state of California, that I, you know, they overturned it twice. So, yeah, so. <laughs> I mean, like, really? Yeah, I think it was 37 states. It's probably, it probably, um, well, the thing with California is, California really isn't liberal. California no. is actually a moderate state. Yes. The government, the government people are liberal. Uh, there's there's a lot of conservatives left in California. Left of left, I would say. You know, I, I mean, don't know how they keep getting reelected because they don't represent the majority of the people in, in California. Um, well, you know, I know how they got reelected because Christians don't get off their little rump and get on their feet and walk to the voting booth. That's, or, or that's even or even moderate people. Yeah. The, the the most uh, the most participation I saw in a California election while I lived there is the recall of the governor. And when there which were, governor was that? Was it was it Schwarzenegger? No, it was, was it Brown. I think no, I think it Mr. was Davis. Moonbeam? Davis, Gray Davis. Gray Davis, yeah. yeah. And there were and so there were like over a hundred candidates for governor on the ballot. Including Roseanne Barr and and others. Hey, that, Roseanne is pro-Israel. Don't be bagging yeah, on okay, Roseanne. I'm not bagging on her. It's just, it's but, just like. And there plus, was, her show was funny, kind of. Yeah, and there was some. Uh, she some made being fat acceptable. Porn star, and I like that the Parks and Recreation made fun of that. Yeah. But I mean, there was. I mean, just anybody. Okay. And everybody out of the woodwork, pretty much running for governor. And with all of those choices. So there's the segue here to this next story. Well, if I can finish the sentence anyway. Okay, bareface. You can finish it. With all of those choices. Is it over? No. Okay, I just want to make sure. With all those choices, comma, the results (laughs) indicated uh, with a large voter turnout that people were moderate middle of the road they weren't they weren't the far left that's represented in the california legislature and and the majority is not you know the far right of you know the reagan era which really wasn't that far right but uh in a california populace at least the voters that turned out in a big way during that election indicated that the majority were, were moderate anyway so so it doesn't surprise me that those that turned out on the marriage issue, you know, the um, although by a small majority, still twice 
the uh, yeah Ninth Circuit Court. We uh, call it the doing. Ninth Circus Court because yeah. that's like the number one turned over court in America. Yeah, like, it's like, what you said something? Oh wait, let's turn over their ruling. Yeah, when it comes the lesbian to the group didn't want Christians influencing Trump, but they influenced Obama. Right. I know it's a double standard. It's it's hypocrisy. It's well, stupidity. It's, and it's this in this myth of moral neutrality. Well, we can't have these pro marriage people out there. We can have these. We can't have these anti LGBTQ people organizations in government. There's only a place for pro LGBT and anti traditional marriage. You know, anti. You know what I think. You know, every, every, there's going to be bias and the idea of I, okay. this moral neutrality that. The only true moral neutrality would be to is to accept everything in every position. Which anyway, what the LGBT lobby ultimately wants is the gay states of America. Sure, that's what they ultimately want. And here's the thing: if you think about it, okay, so by that reasoning, if you carried it out, mm-hmm. basically you couldn't have a heterosexual president, you couldn't have heterosexuals serving in Congress. Oh. Um, you 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 can't have heterosexual married people in any of those positions because they're not happy. And mm-hmm. you know, my friend Jeff here, he he actually asked me this question yesterday. Uh, you know, sending me an article about something which I forgot. I should look at it. But anyway, I looked at it, but I need to look at it again. Anyway, anyway, the point is, well, how come how come they can't? How come the LGBT lobby can't keep to themselves, right? <laughs> Okay, and ultimately, the bottom line is because they want public approval. They want their consciences to be blessed by everybody else because they know innately that there's something wrong with the behavior. And I'm not saying, look, if you if you struggle with same-sex attraction, you know what? We all struggle with some type of some issue, temptation. right? So there, you should be able to get help. But the problem is, is they're banning getting help. And that's the truth. I mean, we covered a story earlier this week. An adult can't go to a conversion therapy therapist if they want because it's against the law. It's literally against the law. And and here's the, the part that's chilling. That ultimately, you guys, comes down to the issue of being thought police, mm-hmm. right? And if so, the government's telling you how you can and cannot think, then you're not in a free society anymore if right. you're being banned for it. And that's the thing, right? Yeah, you can't legislate morality. And and the of question course. is, even if you could, whose morality are you legislating? Who makes up the rules? Yeah, well, morality, in my, legislation in, is morality. In my world, God makes up the rules. Oh. And this is why oh. they're pushing God out of everywhere. Right. Hey, yeah, go ahead, try to get rid of God, I dare you. All right, and, and lest anybody think we're right, advocating exactly. we're advocating some sort of theocracy, you know, where... Oh, that will come. Yeah, but, you know, not not by human, yeah. Right. You know, that everything needs to be Christian, whatever. I don't expect, you know. um, You know, we're not about true believers. microphone is covering my face. Yeah, true believers aren't about establishing, you know, heaven on earth, this this, theocracy, you know, by by political means or anything like that. I need to put my phone up. You know, our... You know, our. Um, I wish I could do this, but I can't. We seek another kingdom, a city not built with hands. She is my uh, Something not of this world. We're not looking to establish worldly kingdom. Right. Well, but, uh, yeah. But the issue that I have and many other believers have is there are those vying for power that would say, well, you need to shut up. You know, we, you know. 
not that you you're not allowed to establish your own you know holy you know you know Bible kingdom here. This is why I want to get to this story before our time's up. Yeah, all right, it's only we got uh, time. I know. By the way, we're going over 15 minutes today, just so you know. So. And it's if just, you want to stay around for the whole show, it's going gonna, it's gonna to end after 2 o'clock. It's just the scripture tells us to pray for all those in authority, kings and governors, et cetera, that we may lead quiet and peaceful lives. Right. But, but we can't because there's an activist uh, contingent that's saying you can't speak your mind. You can't have your thoughts. You need to, you know, you need to take that Bible and hide it. In your, your heart, people. Hide yeah. your Bible in your heart. And keep your mouth shut. Your you, super heart. You can't have it on your <laughs> desk because that's proselytizing. You can't. No, you, you don't dare put a scripture up in your cubicle at work. You can have. You can have pictures of kittens. I want a kitten. Saying obscenities, uh, but I don't want that kind of kitten. But you know, uh, you know, a, a scripture on your wall. That's that's. Blah, blah. You know, that's offensive and dangerous. So. Yeah. And it's like, all right, cool your jets, people. Um, if we're truly going to be tolerant, there's You sound like an old space. middle-aged fogey. You know that? That's because I am. <laughs> oh, that's funny. You and I have grown old together. Oops, wait, we're not quite that old. We're not as old as some people I know. I know a lot of older people. I like old people. Old people are great. Thank you. You're welcome. I wasn't really talking about you because if you're old, then I'm really kind of old. Yeah. Oops. Takes one to know. Yeah. Okay, I'm trying to move that so I can... Get off my lawn. <laughs> I know, right, Joel? <laughs> I wasn't going to say it, Kat, but yeah, like you. <laughs> okay, so when I pull up this, this I'm article... I'm okay, just don't mess with this, my lava this, rock. This, art, this article is trending on, uh, on Facebook, right? So this is titled, California Restricts State Travel to Texas, Other States Over LGBT Laws. Now, this this story kind of is the puzzling to me and I, I want you to weigh in on it and on, honestly right now there's 667 comments on it it would have been funny if there were 666 comments on it but anyway okay it says here california attorney general xavier beck sarah i'm sure i'm butchering the guy's name mm-hmm. will bar state employees from business trips to four states after those states passed measures limiting the rights of lgbt people uh, this story came out, let me look here, uh, today at 11.39 Eastern Time. So that's when it was published. Okay, so it says here, the new restrictions prohibit state-funded or state-sponsored travel to Texas, Alabama, Kentucky, and South Dakota. State legislators in Texas, Alabama, and South Dakota this year passed new laws allowing adoption or foster parent agencies to refuse service to LGBT families. A new Kentucky law would allow student organizations at state schools to block block LGBT people for membership. <clears throat> California's Democratic Democrat rather dominated legislator passed a measure last year barring state funded travel to states that allow discrimination on the basis of sexual orientation or gender identity. Already the law has blocked employee travel to four other states, Kansas, Mississippi, North Carolina, and Tennessee where I live. While the California Department of Justice works to protect the rights of all our people, discriminatory, discriminatory laws in any part of our country send all of us several steps back, this guy said in a statement. That's why when California said we would not tolerate discrimination against LGBTQ members of our community, we meant it. 
The California law still allows some employees to travel to states on the banned list for special exempted purposes like collecting tax revenue, engaging in litigation, or to complete on-the-job training. It also allows employees who must appear in a banned state to participate in meetings or training to obtain grant funding. Uh, Basira, or however you say his name, appointed to fill the vacancy left behind when Senator Camilla Harris quit the Attorney General's office in January, is seeking election in 2018. He faces State Insurance Commissioner David Jones, the only other announced candidate. Okay. So no, so no uh, California um, legislators can travel here to Tennessee? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yay! <laughs> and co- uh, unless they were uh, to collect money, grant uh, money yeah. or, or tax yeah. what is that? revenue. Or- I mean, seriously, what a dumb law. And I didn't, I said a bad word in my mind. Seriously? This is a stupid, dumb law. We need to kind of, kind of tone nice. down the volume yeah. until we can figure out well, this distortion okay. issue. So basically, California is being discriminatory against states that are anti-LGBT. Not anti-LGBT. They just are. There's... Yeah. No, they are. Because that's what it says. It basically says well, you, you, for you, you cannot go. Over here. Well, yeah, California is <laughs> being discriminatory because other saying. people are being discriminatory. That's what I'm saying. Right. But, but how stupid because, is that? But you said because they're anti-LGBT. Well, I wouldn't say are. they're anti-LGBT. No, they're just because, setting some. Well, because they're some boundaries back. in some. Right. So what do you guys think of this story? I mean, seriously, this is California at work, people. This is why California legislature. This is why me and Bareface left California. Not not the California citizens at work, the California legislature. By the way, there might be a big earthquake that hits California sometime, and we're not going to be there. So if you happen to be in California, I think you should leave. Right, just go get out of California. It's going to fall off the continent. It's just going to break right there. It's going to. You know, the Andreas fault there, it's going to go off. <laughs> no, Actually, there is rumor that that might happen. Uh, it's been rumor for I, but decades. Wasn't there a movie called San Andreas that came out recently or it's coming out? I don't and know. And it's all about Another that. earthquake? Yeah. Yeah. Movie. I don't know. I don't see any comments. But I thought when I read this, this is trending on Facebook, mm-hmm. right? California restricts state travel. It, the Texas. It's, it sounds like the California legislature. I mean, I we were talking so. about it earlier. I agree. I think you should let California be its own separate country, too, but then you'll have an oceanfront property. <laughs> uh, right. Everything. Well, it's true, you know, but it's it's like, okay, so if the homosexual lobby hates this, mm. why doesn't the homosexual lobby find a piece of land somewhere that isn't attached to America and <laughs> go make their own country? Well, right. Because, I mean, that would be, I mean, they could go up and set up a gaytocracy, you know, and it could just be gaytopia, you know, they could, they could have their own island, you know, they could set up their own rules, they could do whatever the heck they wanted, but then and then that, they wouldn't have to pass laws against the rest of us. They and, would, you know, because... No, they wouldn't, because they'd be in their own country. Because, it, well, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it does. Because when there's well, how many like, think it's a good idea? I mean, really, I'm not trying to be mean, but I'm thinking really seriously. What well, What did the California Attorney General say about I'm what? Scan to the article here. I don't know. Yeah. I am kidding, Brandon. <laughs> because it's obvious. Well, these he, articles are are ridiculous. I mean, they are. 
Well, he said discriminatory laws in any part of our country send us all several steps back. But, yeah. you know, I think, you know, this idea of, you know, injustice anywhere is, you know, injustice everywhere. You know, Unless I, you're a conservative Christian, then it's totally fine to be yeah. unjust towards you. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying there. But I'm just saying if they had their own country, just the fact that laws existed everywhere, that they're people in their community were being <laughs> oppressed by not being allowed to adopt in the same sex parents, not being allowed to adopt in Kentucky. You know, well, that's the that, thing though. They should, that, that would have, you if know, they want would still be, to have the perfect gay world, then they need to set up their own country and they need to procreate and all that accordingly. And then wait, wait they, a they, you know, raise up their children in the way that gayness should go. What's children? And when, well, I'm just saying, okay. You know, that why, I mean, because this here, California restricting state travel to Texas and other states over their LGBT laws, that's discriminatory, in my opinion. Oh, I think is. somebody should slap a lawsuit against California oh. for discriminating against Tennessee and Texas and other places. Kentucky and Kentucky. Alabama. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know people from all those states, just so you know. I do too. Yeah, they should have their own planet, right, Sylvia? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean... <clears throat> But, you know, injustice it's anywhere like, in the solar system. This, you know, it's like who everywhere. wrote this law? Was it the same people that wrote the Periscope Super Heart Terms of Service? It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Seems like a travel ban would be unconstitutional. Yeah. Well, and that's kind of the point, Brandon. And yet, and then, and yet they, they have blocked employee travel to Kansas, Mississippi, North Carolina, and Tennessee. Space travel is the thing, right? Yeah, I mean, uh, and now, and now, Texas uh, and Kansas and Alabama. I feel sad for people. Mm. I do. <sighs> I mean, Dolly Parton would be really upset because you know she's got Dollywood, which mm. is you know gay friendly. Yeah. Oh. Well, California did. That's the thing. See, California doesn't want their state employees. The California state legislature. They put a ban on their employees coming to states like Tennessee because of the anti-LGBT haters and, and, uh, you know, stuff. Yeah, I mean, really, how is that beneficial to the the employee? Hmm. Really? Well, because it'll, it'll, it will guard them. It'll protect them from this. From this backward, <laughs> from this backward mindset, how being is influenced that beneficial by though to business? How oh. is that beneficial to mm. business people? Mm. How is that beneficial to business? Hmm? Well, isn't I don't, that kind of stupid? I don't think Texas needs California for anything. Yeah, they don't want to do business in those states. Well, I don't even see the sense in stressing about the LGBTQ stuff. Christians are limited, sadly. Well, uh, <clears throat> Uh, definitely not stressing about it. It's, no, I'm not stressing about it. It's I think it's more for entertainment. Yeah. Well, it's not so much for entertainment well, as much as it is. You know, we're pointing out the hypocrisy number one. But if you can imagine, just for a second, Tennessee decides to ban state travel to California, Oregon, New York State, and Massachusetts because of their anti-Christian laws that they have on the book. Uh, now, don't you think that would be just as asinine? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, seriously, 
don't you think that, okay, all of a sudden Texas bans travel, you know, to these pro-gay states, because they're pro-gay. I mean, that's so stupid, and yeah, California can get away with it. Mm. I mean, really? Can they? I don't know. We'll, well, we'll, we'll see what it's the... It's trending fall- on Facebook. We'll, I know, but we'll see what the fallout is in the, yeah. in the months to come. So what do you have to bring to the table, mister? Me, yeah. I'm here. It's free for all Friday. I know it's my it's you my. You guys commentary. have any questions? My... Now we've had a hot week here. We've talked about sex all week. Uh, we've talked <laughs> in some way, shape, or form. <laughs> we we've talked mostly about, the bad kind. Yeah, we've talked about um, the immoral kind. You know, a lot of stuff this week, and so yeah, they're just making a point. Here, but we should just open this up for questions. You, you can make points by not. Actually, passing laws. Yeah, sex week. It is sex week. It's it's like Shark Week except with sex. Yeah. Fewer letters. <laughs> uh, it's Christian Sex Week. No, I'm just kidding. Okay, so you guys have any questions for Randall? Because you know he's he loves answering Bible questions. And is back. Do you want to interrogate us as a married couple? Do you, do you want to find out how you can you know how it can be? You know, how a husband and a wife can, who love each other can actually can sit across the table from each other. <clears throat> Shark Week is funny. I've actually never seen that. So let's talk about how atheists are being discriminated against. Okay. So how are atheists being discriminated yeah. against? That's, a, that's be a good question because because atheists are in the minority. That's that's true, right? Yeah. My my question is, can atheists change and become deists? You know, are atheists born that way? Politics and religion, world's most dangerous uh-huh. topics. That's so true. Yeah. I am curious about uh, atheist discrimination, though. Yeah, that would be good to know. What things atheists are. <laughs> oh, you know what, Brandon, you can actually precluded from participating in. Yeah, you can call up and talk. By the way, if you want to call up while we're on air, you can you can actually call us up here. I'll show you the phone number. It's it's all right, really big, so you guys can see it. Or I can put it up on the screen here. You can, but I it's I think it's more fun to look at my messy handwriting. All right, that's what you want to do. We can do. Okay, wait, hold on. My friend Jennifer today this week couldn't read some of my writing. I sent her a birthday card. I had it made for her. I wrote the word made, but it was messy. And she's mm-hmm. like, "You had it mode? What?" Mm-hmm. Anyway, seven one four two zero two nine nine two three. If you want to call up and talk to us, actually verbally. It would be easier to have a discussion, right? <clears throat> call now. Phone lines are open. We can take up to 100 phone callers at one time, but you got to wait, obviously. If we put you all on, then, you know, blog talk radio might die and crash. But so if you want to call up and you can weigh in on the topics of the week, you can talk about whatever you want. We don't ban people. The only thing we request is that you don't swear at us and use bad words because kids could be listening, just so you know. Okay. Did everybody get the phone number yet? Are the phone lines lighting up right now? Like this is a Jerry Lewis telethon. Well, I see Dan's still. Is Dan there. on? He's, he's we should talk to Dan. For, hey, Dan. She wanted me to bring him on? Yeah, let's have Dan talk to us. I like Dan. Dan's a good man. All right. Well, yeah. Do you guys have the phone number yet? This is getting heavy to hold. Well, he's on there. Yeah. Dan, are you there? Goodbye. Goodbye. Hey, Dan. Hey, God bless you. Hey. Certainly Likewise. How you doing, buddy? It's good to know we have one blog talk listener. <laughs> I wonder sometimes why you don't get more callers. I guess you on Periscope you talk to people there. Yeah, it's because blog talk. Nobody listens to blog talk. You're the only one. That's why we keep it. 
Show the number again. All right, I am showing. I had to rewrite it because I re-raced it. Did you get it? Okay. Is it glaring? Wait, I can't. No, it's fine. Okay. All right. So, Dan, what do you think? I don't even know how many shows you've listened to this week, but. <clears throat> and is what, your dad there? Oh no, my my dad's uh my dad's at his house right now. Okay. Um, I'll but, tell my um, Okay, I will. Um, I I think the LGBT is wrong. Yeah, I think that you can't you can't produce a, a world that's fruitful and multiply. Apart from technology, okay. you can't do it. If right, you have that's a true. Man, a man and a woman is uh, natural, and so uh, I always like natural. <laughs> yeah, usually works out better. <laughs> yeah, life is better when you're you're all natural. I agree. Yeah. All right. Well, do you have a thought about the atheist question that Brandon asked? Oh yeah, atheist. About atheists being discriminated against. Um, everybody's discriminated against. It's not just a, a gays or blacks or LGBT or atheists. But everybody is discriminated against. Yeah, I suppose so. You know, everyone there's is precluded from participating in. Something. Right. Yeah. I'm discriminated against because I'm, you know, you know how I get discriminated against the most? You're not going to like this. Actually, you might like this. Because online, you know, Facebook, they do these ads, and on Instagram, they do too, and they're always selling bras, okay? This is a true story. So they're selling bras. And I I need some new bras. If you want to donate to my bra fund, feel free. (laughs) (laughs) But it's true. I'm discriminated against because I am well endowed by my creator. Just saying, people, I have, you know, I have, I am well endowed. But every time I go and I click on those ads in order to buy bras at a discount, they never have my size. And I feel discriminated against. And I know I'm not the only one. You know why? Because other women who are well endowed by their creator also, they're like, we're all commenting like, hey, how come you don't have well-endowed women's bras. How come you only have little women's bras? People with, like, nothing compared to us, you know? <laughs> Seriously. All right. So there is a call. You're virgin ears. <laughs> so we have bring both callers on? Okay. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I don't care. All right. Area code 770. You're on the hey, air. Hey, it's Brandon. Uh, hey, Brandon. It's Brandon with a deep voice. Brandon. Hello, hello Brandon. Hello. How are you? We're good. How are you? <laughs> Good. So what did you think of the shows this week? I know you uh, you tuned in, and, and uh, thank you for that. Appreciate it. Yeah, it's been good. It's always good. I, I saw that you came into one of my rooms, so I thought I'd come back into your room. So cool. one of, I think, Stacy came in, and we were doing an interview about uh, people's beliefs on, I think it was yesterday, and you hung around. What did you think of that? I honestly don't remember which is, oh, you don't remember. Which is really right. sad. Isn't that horrible that I don't remember? But it's honestly <laughs> the truth. I have no idea. Somebody's screaming right now. Okay, anyway. So, 
because periscope about the discrimination of the bras. But if you if you go if you go into the um to periscope it flips automatically. You can't look at things that will sometimes log you into people's scopes and and you're like, "What? How did that happen?" And you're like, "At least that's how I am." Cuz I'm sorry yeah. that I missed that. It yeah. sounds like it would have been sure it was a good conversation. Better. Yeah. Definitely yeah, I've been com- I've been trying to interview people, you know, if they have a certain belief, you know, whether it's you know, karma or, you know, that Democrats are terrible people or you know, <laughs> God is real or that prayer works, you know, we 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 kind of just I just ask questions for 5 or 10 minutes and we investigate those beliefs. Just so you Fair know, enough. my BFF is a Democrat. <laughs> oh, I'm not saying Democrats are Dr. Jennifer Fee is a Democrat. Anna Obama lover and supporter. Yeah. And we're still besties. Mm-hmm. It's true. <laughs> Isn't that weird that I have a really close friend that totally disagrees with me on politics? No. Well, it is That's the way it should be, right? Yeah, I don't have a problem. So you, uh, I hope you don't mind me saying this, but you actually mentioned yesterday that you watched the show on sex addiction and that you struggled with that yourself. I would like to know what you actually thought of what the guest shared, um, because oh, I came in know. later. I came in after the guest. Oh, you did. Oh, oh. yeah. Okay. Well, what did you think about the rest of what we shared then? <laughs> well, you know, I thought it was great that that Randall jumped in, and you guys, you know, obviously are. Um, I mean, you guys talk about this a lot. You say your your clients are, you know, that's one of the one of the issues that you deal with, right? In, anytime, it, it, isn't it funny? You know, anytime a couple goes in before they're married to the counselor, to the to the to the pastor, to the counselor, everybody thinks, oh, that's so great, they're doing premarital counseling, and after they get married, everybody's you know saying porn, right? <laughs> yep, that's true. So, you, yep, but yeah, you you guys. Uh, you know, it's good to just jump in and start talking about it. But um, yeah, I—I I mean, I, I like your—I like your show. It's always good. I even gave a plug to some of my Christians who were in my room the other day. Appreciate Well, that's nice. So, okay, so you identify as an atheist, is that right? I'm assuming. Yeah. Okay. Ag- agnostic atheist. Yep. Okay. So the question then, hey, Doctor Ikena. Finch came in. Yeah, the see Rick says that night. Yeah, atheists are nice people. I've never said any atheists are, are mean or anything. Uh, that see that see if we stop labeling people like that, then we would. What we can't we all just get along? Okay, so yeah. your question though before was about atheism, atheists being discriminated against, right? And I agree yeah, with you. There yeah. are. There are laws that will not allow atheists to run for office. I, I know that, actually. That's actually true. Mm. I wasn't aware of some of those mm-hmm. that were still in the books. Mm-hmm. Yeah, could you but, imagine if, if there was a, a, a law in the books that said that a Christian couldn't hold office? Yeah. You would be in Soviet Union, oh. <laughs> probably, a communist country. Oh. Um, so so what do you want? What What's your hope what was your hope for atheism? Hmm. Well, I think it's. I think that that's ridiculous. I think. I think anybody that that it, it's so common to to have a belief in a god that it's it, those kinds of things aren't necessarily talked about. 
right? The, I mean, I, I want people to um, have a, a good method for determining truth, right? If we if we all have a if if we all have a good method for determining truth, I think that um, we could apply that method to so many things across the board, including um, you know questions like, is there a God? Um, I don't know. So that's that's kind of a generic statement to say, what do I want? You know, as an atheist, it would be great if we could look at something like, hey, atheists aren't. Uh, uh, allowed to hold office and say, "Wow, that's kind of ridiculous." Let's stand up for that. That that would be another thing. Okay. True. So I were you we raised atheist? Right? Yeah. No, so I was okay. a, no, I was were a, you... I was a Christian for for many years. I was a missionary for a few of those years. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I hear this a lot, so this is this is why I'm interested because. So, okay, and you, have you done scopes, like, talking about, like, your or youth pastor? Was that you or is it somebody else? And there's somebody else on here that, that used to be a youth pastor, and then they quit, and they became an atheist instead. Right, yeah. So, no, that, I don't, that wasn't me, but my, my kind of my, my deconversion story is that I never really asked the tough questions, and then I, at one point, uh, got got comfortable, you know, enough with my relationship with Jesus that I thought there's no way that, that I could be swayed by this. So I started to, I started to start, you know, kind of dabble in the apologetics, right? So I, I went on to different websites and kind of picked a, a, a podcast that I wanted to, to, to kind of, you know, just to get to know that person and kind of whittle them away. You know, to, um, it was a, it was an atheist podcast called, uh, what was it? The, the good atheist. I forget his name. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, yeah, I know who it is. So I picked I picked him and you know listened to his podcast and then I would get on his his website and post some things and you know their their people would get on my site and, and post some things and I went back and forth you know after about a year and a half it was just kind of you know the way I explain it is if our beliefs are kind of sitting on pedestals of knowledge you know knowledge like there is a God and that God is a, is good and that God you know, is um, answers you know certain prayers. If if we, uh, you know, he he's a he's a god that won't give you a snake if you ask for a piece of bread. And you know, and, and as we as I kind of talk to them, each one of these thousands of pieces of knowledge just kind of started tipping over to the point where I woke up one day and it was you know said to myself, wow, I I just don't believe anymore. You know, it was a if I were to put my belief in God on a scale, a confidence scale from zero to 100, I used to be 100. I would hear a bit, a bit of knowledge about something. I would learn something new, and then my confidence would go down to 99.7%. And then okay. I would have a new bit of knowledge, and then that confidence would go down to 99.5%. You know, And after a year and a half or two years, it was a scary feeling to wake up and say, wow, my confidence is, is actually only 3% now. Okay, so can I ask you a question? You just did. Please. Apparently, you can. Okay, so <laughs> so what I what I'm hearing you say is you're actually talking about the that the topic of knowledge, right? Knowledge is power, right? That's I mean that's what we all say. So so how does knowledge um, equate to faith? How do you define faith? 
Well, I think there's one or two and maybe three definitions of faith. You can have, you know, if we looked it up in Webster, faith would be a a trust in somebody, you know, maybe based off of the confidence that we have. You know, I, you trust that Randall's not going to cheat on you because he's demonstrated that during the dating process. And he's he's told you these things. And so you have trust in him that he's going to do these certain things. Right. If you... Mm-hmm. The, the definition of faith in, say, like a Hebrews 11, 11, 1, would be the faith of things that 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 are not seen, right? The tr- trust and, and belief in things that are not seen, like doubting Thomas. You know, I won't believe until I see the the, the holes in his hands and and the and the, the gash in his in his side. And Jesus shows it to him and says, you know, you believe now, but blessed are those who who don't see these things and still believe. So in terms of the kind of the Christian answer of faith, it, depending on what we want to talk about when it comes to faith, is is generally a Hebrews 11, 11 kind of faith. If we get into a strong concordance and we look up the Hebrew and the Greek, you know, a lot of most of that is going to be trust in something because you have a confidence based off of evidence. If you read certain um, other parts of the Bible, you're going to see that it's a virtue of believing without evidence. So. Right. I guess it depends on how we how we want to talk about it. I think uh-huh. most Christians defining is believing without evidence, right? I believe with a ton of evidence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we, every believer has evidence for for their for their belief. Hmm. Yeah, for me. Uh, oh, wait, can I ask one other question? Okay, I'll write my question down so I don't forget because I'm at that age where I forget stuff. Okay, go ahead. You ask your question. Well, I'll just make a statement uh, more than a question. For me, it comes down to, uh, with knowledge, the the more that we learn about things like time-space continuum and, and physics, things like that, uh, it can be we can't accept on faith based on knowledge that there is an uncaused cause, as the ancient Greeks would have uh, mm-hmm. said, that that there has to be a cause, a beginning of things. Otherwise, we wouldn't come to now. If there was no beginning of time, there wouldn't be a now because we would never have gotten here. Time is infinitely past and got here. And so you know, things are you know, the whole cause and effect that can't go back infinitely because, again, we would never come to the current effect of a cause. So they rightly reasoned, I believe, the ancient Greek philosophers, that there was an uncaused cause, that something in this universe as we know it, uh, it began somewhere. And the cosmologists today will call it the Big Bang or whatever, and then that uh, brings up all sorts that. um you know, brings up all sorts of other questions about this material and where it came from. And so I think ultimately <laughs> each of us has to ask for what is the best explanation of that uncaused cause. And and for me, the yeah, more I've... It, yeah, mm-hmm. go ahead. Well, if you were to ask me, I would say I don't know. Yeah. I'll, I'll, okay, we can't and those are three it. words that are... Sorry. No, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was just saying those are three words that we don't we don't like to say as humans. Oh yeah, I, that's true. 
Well, actually, I don't know. For me, it's not. I like to say I don't know stuff all the time. So that's how I learned. That's how I'm learning is when I have more questions. The more I know that I don't know, I know that I'm learning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So my my other question then is, have you ever seen um, any miracles as a, as a result of your atheism? Mm, no. No, not at all. Okay. So for me, I've heard, I've seen miracles as a Christian, you know, um, you know, and I actually believe that, uh, the resurrection of Christ is that miracle. I mean, it's a big, huge miracle, but, but that's, that's just something that, that's just something to think about. I think I got my ear itches. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sure. I mean, we, you, you, you guys have, and I had at one point, you know, what I thought was was very good evidence to believe, and you, you have evidence to believe, and so I can't, but, you know, I can't say that that's. If for me, but, I would have to say, well, that that's not good enough evidence for you. Do it's you want to believe evidence. again, though? That's my question. Yeah, if I would love really... to. I think I would. I would love to believe in a God that, you know, will will be my father and. You know, and and take care of me, and teach me lessons, and and uh, you know, heal me when I'm sick, and and give me the the scariest day of my life was the day that I woke up and looked up at the clouds and said, you know, crap, I'm I'm actually don't believe anymore. I'm just spinning on this ball, you know, at it, it, 48,000 miles an hour or whatever it is, and there's nobody to take care of me like I like I've thought it was for the past 16 16 years. Of course, How I would love that. Are you old? Now I'm 42. 42. Okay. So then, okay, and this is a, this is a sincere question, too, because I'm curious. So, so do you believe in the devil? No. Okay, so you don't believe in I, God not, or the devil? Okay. Yeah, I, I would, I mean, I don't rule it out. You know, I would say that my confidence that, that God and, and supernatural things are true is probably at a you know a very low confidence maybe a, a two or three percent. Okay, so you you have a, a, a would that be equal though with with the devil? I mean with like yes. you believe in the devil maybe two percent. Right. Okay, so your error of margin is pretty low. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So what do you believe in then? What gives you hope? Um, uh, loving others, um, my family, the uh, the color orange. Um, okay. You know, uh, people people who do good, people who serve, serving others. Um, uh, you know, I could uh, thousands and thousands and thousands of things. Okay, so all the stuff though that you actually listed though, if we were to make a category, you know, a category and we break it down and put the devil on this side and put God on this side, then everything you listed would go under the God, the the God category, because God is love and His people generally serve, even though atheists serve too. But but if the Bible, even if you don't believe the Bible is true, then the thing is that God is love. So without a loving God, you can't even experience love, even if you don't necessarily believe in God. If that does that make sense? Um, yeah, I think I, I think I know what you're saying. Uh, you're mm-hmm. saying that one of the evidences that you have 
is that everything that is love lines up with God's character. Yeah. Just so I guess the question that I have to that is anything that lines up with the characteristics or the, uh, with, that lines up with the character or anything that kind of fits into this category of things that are good, that means that those things are true. I think that in James, when it says every good and perfect gift coming down from above, I think that that is true. Right. So, but but could we also not say that that certain gods through the time, uh, you know, certain characters that are in certain fictional books, they all line up to these certain characteristics too. So they must be true as well. Um. Okay, give me an example of that. And there's just so you know, there's somebody on hold. There, Randall just oh, okay. piled up at there's like somebody on talking for 14 or holding for 15 minutes, I guess. So we want to talk to you two person, but, but I am interested in your answer to, to that. What I just said, the example. Oh, I'm, oh give an example. Yeah. yeah so um, you're like, like wonder woman, you know, how great she is. Cause she battled good. And or you think it's something well, I, else. I, I don't know. This is, this is your example. So I, I'm, you, you came up with a claim that anything that is that fits into to the category of love, if it fits, then those things must be true. That's what I was trying to repeat. That's what I was trying to understand. Okay. After you made a statement, I was trying to understand your statement. So I'm not necessarily claiming – I'm not going to give you an example because I, I don't think that that's true. I don't okay. think that's a good method. I don't think it's a good method to determine truth, to say that yeah. everything that lines up with, with, with love – and hope and, and, and these things means that it's true. Oh, I'm not saying everything. Okay. I mean, cause you gotta look at the definition. So technically I actually agree with you on that point, except for if you look at the, the definition of God being love, that's my point is that God is love and in him, there is no darkness at all. So if he creates anything good that we get, you know, that's actually genuinely lined up with his word, then that's good. That's my point. You're, you're, so how would you? How do you know that that's true? Because I believe my God is true. I have faith in in the Word of God. And, how and do that's you define why faith? I, that's why I asked you about faith. Well, faith isn't necessarily always, you know. Um, well, I de- I define it the way the Bible is. Faith is evidence of things hoped for, uh, conviction of things not seen. Okay. You know, so is I there, mean, is, any, is there anything that you? Go ahead. If you could kind of pie chart how you got, so if your confidence that God is real is say 100, percent I'm just going to mm-hmm. assume that it is. Yes. Then if you could if you could pie chart that out onto a graph of, you know, this percentage is evidence and this percentage is believing in things without, you know, the, believing in things that you haven't seen. How would you pie chart? I chart that out. How, so you want you want to know the scientific percentages, the, per percent, the percentages, just the ratio, yeah. Okay, like, do you put ninety nine percent, ninety nine percent of your faith or, or, or of your belief in God is evidence, and one percent is is faith in belie- you know, believing things that aren't seen. No, I would say it's all hundred percent. Hundred percent what? Hundred percent evidence. 
it's a hundred percent faith and evidence combined. You can't have them. You can't have a hundred percent knowledge and lack faith. You got to have faith in order to be a believer. And, and that is the problem. And, and you know that, I mean, come on, even, even, the, even in the case for Christ uh, book, and I'm sure you know this because Lee Strobel is a Christian apologist. They even interviewed that scientist uh, who was basically saying that, you know, typically the hardcore atheists of our day, whoever they were, always had some type of problem with their dad or some other relationship issue. So there's, there's always the component of, of a hurt. And I'm not saying you've been hurt, but I can tell you, Brandon, I've been totally screwed in the church and hurt at the church. Totally. And, uh, and for, for, in fact, I didn't go to church for a long time after getting really, really hurt by, uh, by the last church I was in. And, you know, for me, that was difficult because I love God and I felt like I was disobeying him by not going to church because I was taught all this stuff, blah, blah, and everything. But my brother challenged me when I was just a new believer to look at the evidence because I just naturally believed when God rescued me out of the sexual abuse situation that I was in. And I know he rescued me because if he hadn't, I might be dead today because of the type of abuse that I went through. And I'm a very intellectual person. You know, I have a master's of science degree uh, in clinical psychology. I've studied statistics. I understand the scientific method. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not your overly emotive, like, oh, I just feel good. <laughs> I look at the evidence. I study stuff. But I, yeah. I think both things are, I think both things are, you know, coupled. You have to have faith and knowledge. And I think when you have the faith sure. and you eventually bend your knee, which, you know, I, I don't know. Do you believe once saved, always saved? Because if you were really saved, then I believe you're still saved, even though you might be going through a period of doubt right now. I mean, that's what I believe. I think because I think the Bible yeah, I might, teaches that. if I die today, I might wake up in heaven, sure, okay, so, and if you did, then what if I was in heaven, yeah, <laughs> I mean, would you be like, oh my gosh, or oh my God, <laughs> I didn't really believe in you, but only two percent <laughs> I, I don't know, I don't know. I I, well, I do I I believe I don't think that we I don't think that a lot of times that we think that belief is much of a choice as we think that it is. Ah, you know it's interesting you should say that because I know there's a video and a book out there that's talking about similar stuff, and so that's the issue of having to do with free will versus predestination. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I guess I only other- have one other question is in terms, okay. and this will be my last question if. If if we can believe certain things and we can if we have a method to determine a certain truth, and we call that method faith, and faith being defined as believing in something that we don't see, or maybe believing in something that we don't have evidence for, is there anything that we couldn't believe without faith? Hmm. That's a good question. Actually, I don't know how to answer that. All right. Well, thanks a lot for the talk. You're welcome. Thanks for calling in. All right. right. Bye. Bye. Okay. All right. So, who's the? Is there somebody else? Yeah, Eric Code two zero nine. Thanks for your patience. You still with us? Are you talking to me? Yep. Hello. Talking to you. Yeah. Hi. Hi. (laughs) Hello. Hi. 
Well, I was really enthralled and engrossed in the last conversation. Even though I knew it was a long time that I was holding it, was I actually want to kind of hang up and let you guys continue the conversation because I was very interested to hear what he had to say. I was wondering if he kept saying he would lose, lost his confidence. Sounded to me like he was confusing confidence with faith. Faith, and you know the the Bible says that without faith, you know, um, you I mean, there's nothing, and you get faith and, by uh, reading the Word of God. Yep. Right. So, anyway, yeah. this yeah. is Sylvia. The oh, major property owner of Oceanfront Property in California. <laughs> gotcha. Are, are you actually live in California? Yes. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. What part? We. I mean, we moved. I grew up in Riverside and moved. We lived in Orange County, and um, anyway, we moved to Tennessee like four but, year, four and a half yeah, years so ago. Yeah. So most of my life in Cali. Just so you know, I'm the only one yeah, on the screen. Parents, my parents moved to Modesto, so I kind of followed them here to Modesto as well. You're and, in Modesto, uh, really? That's yeah, a place. Central Valley. <laughs> it's not, isn't it like yeah. a desert there? <laughs> no, go ahead. <laughs> not, not really. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's irrigation. <laughs> yeah, it's Central California, so. Yeah. And there's a little yeah. bit of a revival there. A little bit of a revival there going on a few years back. Well, more than a few, but I don't know. So did you listen to our shows yeah. this week and stuff, or, um, or did you just want to call in because of the, 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 just because? No, I wanted to call in because um, this last week since the shooting in Washington, D.C., I was confused because I kept seeing this, everywhere I was looking, what you were hearing about this black lesbian, and I'm like, what is going on? I didn't get it. And it was the police officer that saved some of the people there at the at the shooting. I couldn't I just was so confused. So anyway, I realized that the the police officer that helped that was shot was actually a lesbian. I'm like, why right. does the media bring up her her sexual preference? You know, but then I'm thinking as I'm listening to you guys, I'm like, well maybe they want that. But for me I'm thinking, isn't that a personal thing, a private thing? Why do they have to bring that out in the media? It's well, you know, it's, well, it's interesting you brought it up because I actually was looking at um, one of my favorite gay blogs to read, and and the blogger there actually brought that up, so I actually knew about that, oh. and I just laughed when I read it because I was thinking, um, okay, because what because what they're doing, I'll, I'll explain what I think. The reason they brought they brought it up, and they pointed it out, I think is because they wanted to show that, that lesbians and homosexuals are not all bad people the way that the so-called Trump administration and the conservatives make it out to be. So here you got a lesbian hero, right, who helped protect the evil one, you know, the evil conservative. And so that's what they do. I mean, that's well, part of the the, the media's um, – I'm trying to think of the right word, but they're, it's, they're biased, yeah. I guess that's what well, Right well, well, I will go uh, one further, and I don't think it's to show that they're okay people. Um, you know, looking at the curriculum that's been in California public schools uh, with with gay history and highlighting different people who narrative, good word, con- Joel. yeah, have contributed <laughs> to whatever truth, justice, and the American way, and it's to present 
uh, a false syllogism. Uh, mm-hmm. This person, this person did good things. This person is homosexual. Therefore, homosexuality <laughs> is good. Okay. It's not just to portray them in good light, but to make that, you know, that false syllogistic connection, you know, right. uh, you know, A equals yeah. B and, and, uh, you know, B equals C, therefore A equals C, uh, which normally works in, in the real world, the geometry and stuff like that. But they're trying to make that is there, you know, this person did something good. This person is gay. Therefore, gay is good. But notice if it was kind of odd. Yeah, yeah but see, that's Sorry. the narrative. And But if it was a Christian, think about it this way. If it was Billy Graham, well, if it was Billy Graham, they would have mentioned it. But let's say it was me, right? <laughs> let's say Bible News Radio jumped in front of uh, somebody who shot Gabby Gifford, right? And all of a sudden, you know, I'm in the media or anything. Do you think that they would have said, oh, my gosh, this Bible-believing Bible News Radio woman just, you know, jumped in front to save a liberal? Uh-uh. No. Heterosexual conservative. <laughs> uh, heterosexual it, conservative, it, it Stacey Harp. <laughs> it doesn't go both there ways. Because it's not part of the narrative. Unless you're on TBN, well, then maybe, or CBN would have picked it up. I would have called WorldNet Daily. Hey, Joe, tell me, Joseph, Joseph Fair over at WorldNet Daily would have covered it. <laughs> or I would have read an article for the Christian Post or Pathios that nobody would have picked up. They would be like, what? Yes. Oh, oh no, superhero Christian saves life. I mean, I mean, think you know, about it. You know, before time gets away, I yeah. would like to put in something about faith. Okay. Uh, and that, well, do you want maybe the guest on the phone might want to say something else? Well, I was in response to okay. what she was saying about faith because she wanted to, you know, that's what was the original part of the mm-hmm. topic. And I thought okay. before we got too far away from it, uh, you know, I like the old King James version because I think it's pretty close to Greek. That is, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And faith is realized by taking action. I always like to use the chair mm-hmm. analogy, the chair I'm sitting in. I see the chair, um, and then it, I believe that it might uh, hold up my weight. You know, I might be able to trust my weight to it. But faith takes place when I actually sit in it, going from something I observe um, to putting in action. Faith is something we put in action that, well, I haven't experienced it yet. That's the thing's not seeing. But based on what I have seen, I'm willing to put my weight into it. I'm willing to, um, you know, put skin in the game. And I think that's ultimately what faith is. There's something that it's an experiential knowledge. We can have all the facts we want, but it's not faith until we say, well, mm-hmm. Personally, uh, I'm going with it. You know, it's good enough for me. I'm going to, you know, put my. <laughs> right. But don't forget in Isaiah, too. And I know Brandon just came back in. In Isaiah, there's also the verse in there that talks about reason, you know, where it says, come, let us reason together. So, so God cares about our thinking ability, our capability. He gave us the brain for a reason. Right. Yeah, but ultimately. So, you know, it's super hot in here. I just I just put a fan here. Yeah, I can tell. It's really rumbling in the microphone. It's irritating. Well, just, I'm a model. My thought was just kind of that maybe the former caller was confusing faith with, with um, 
what was he saying? His confidence. He kept saying yeah. he hears something, his confidence would go down. He hears something else, his confidence would go down. And I was just wondering if maybe he was mixing that up with his faith would go down. His faith would go down until he completely lost his faith. That's what mm. I was thinking. But he's yeah, not on the line to answer that question. So. <laughs> but that's, that's all point. I was wondering. Oh, he um, says I wasn't confusing thanks. it. I, I asked for her definition. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good. Cool. Okay, thank you. God bless You're you. Thanks. He certainly does. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. So according to Blog Talk Radio, how many how many minutes do we have? Two? We got a minute and 30. Got a minute and 30 seconds. Okay, oh. you guys. So we're going to wrap up the show. But uh, but next week, I, we're going to be talking to Baron. And I forgot his last name, but he's going to be our guest Monday. He is a, 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 a classical cool pianist. Oh yeah, okay, cool. On Tuesday, we're going to talk about we're going to talk to Bill Weiss or Weiss. I'm not sure how to say it. This is a guy who authored the book 23 Minutes in Hell, and I got to confirm this because, as far as I know, that's going to happen. Uh, Wednesday, Dr. Gordon James Klingenschmidt from Pray in Jesus' Name, which you can listen to here on our podcast if you go to BibleNewsRadio.com. Caps is going to be our guest. He's sweet and lovable. You're going to love him. And Thursday, Victoria Koloff, former star of Preacher's Daughters. Uh, she will be here in studio at our house to talk about her experience on reality TV as a Christian and also talk about her work as the director of the Pregnancy Counseling Center in Middle Tennessee. So it's going to be a good good week, I hope. <laughs> and we have Free For All Friday and Friday. So Ian, Brandon, Jason, everybody else, Marcy. Andrea, Joel, Melanie, Mia, Rick, and everybody else in the room that I can't see, thank you for uh, coming in and supporting the show. We really appreciate it. So remember, people, stand up. No, not. Yeah, stop, stop.